Hi, and welcome to the Glow Podcast. I'm Dawn Rayleigh, co-pastor of Calvary Christian Center and pastor of the Women of Calvary. I have a passion to raise daughters who understand their identity in Christ and equip them to have confidence in who God has made them to be. In that confidence, they glow and lead others into the light and life-saving power of Jesus Christ. Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Dawn Rayleigh and for all things GLOW at GLOWWOC. Well, welcome to the conversation. We're so glad that you're tuning in today. And um, I'm here with four other women who are just amazing women. I'm so excited because we've just come out of the GLOW Conference 2021 and it was an amazing time, wasn't it? It was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. Just incredible. And so we're here just to kind of sit down and talk about what God did in us because he did so much, I know, in my heart and in my life in this conference. How about you, Victoria? Definitely 100%. Natasha? (laughs) Never the same. That's right. Alethea? Absolutely. (laughs) Tisha? Great. (laughs) Yes, it was incredible. And so we're here just to kind of share our testimony. But um, before we do, I wanted to just um, share a scripture about how powerful our testimony is. In Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, the Bible says, And they overcame him, meaning Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. That scripture is really powerful. It reminds us that our testimony is actually one of our strong spiritual weapons against the enemy. You know, the, the scripture said that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. And we know that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb because the blood has already conquered the enemy for us. We know that when Jesus came and he died on that cross and he shed his blood and he was buried in a borrowed tomb and he rose from that grave in three days that he conquered death hell and the grave amen Amen. i mean the bible tells us that he put sin to shame he put the enemy to shame when he did that on the cross he put the devil underneath his feet and then he says that we have been seated in heavenly places with christ so that means that the enemy has been put under our feet (laughs) hallelujah and so we have overcome him by the blood of the lamb but then it takes it one step further and it says they overcame by the blood of the lamb but also by the word of their testimony and so often we will shy away from sharing our testimony You know, we will feel nervous about sharing our testimony, you know, about where God has brought us from, maybe what he's brought us out of, because it can make us feel shame. And honestly, shame is such an oppressive bondage. It's a prison that the enemy uses to keep us hidden and disconnected from others. You know, the enemy knows what's inside of you. I mean, even you girls here, he knows what's inside of you. And if he could keep you quiet from sharing where God has brought you from, then he knows he would keep quiet the power that you would use against him. And so, you know, we can't keep quiet, but we have to share our testimony. Amen. He'll do everything to keep us in that prison, to keep us quiet and bound. You know, the, the journey that we have been on, 
sometimes you don't feel so proud about it. You kind of feel like, ooh, I, I really don't want anybody to know <laughs> where I used to be or where the Lord has truly brought me from. And he wants to keep us quiet, you know, rather than sharing our testimony. But I'm going to tell you what. When you share your testimony, only the devil is shamed. You hear me? Yes. He is the only one that is shamed because transparency, when you get transparent with others, it actually exposes any stronghold that would bind you up and the shackles get broken off. That's what being transparent about where God has brought you from does. We, you know, we've been invited into the light. And what we bring into the light by our testimony becomes disempowered to hold us. Hallelujah. Listen, what once held us in prison now becomes the key to let out others trapped by the same shame. That's what happens whenever you share your story. The blood of the lamb freed us and the power of that testimony frees others as well as us. Hey, Natasha, your testimony is your glow. Yes, it is. It really is. It really is. I think all of us sitting here can go back to a time to where we've we've overcame something, right, that was Mm -hmm. so sometimes embarrassing, Mm -hmm. sometimes private, sometimes on display, but just us glowing through that, overcoming that issue, that struggle, that loss, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be, it, it is truly where our glow comes from. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the way others can see Christ in you mm-hmm. when you share those things. Yeah. You know, for me, I came to the conference and um, my the touch that God gave me actually came before the conference started. You know, I had felt led to do a fast. We were going to fast mm-hmm. for the conference. I felt led to do a fast for three days. And so I'd offered, you know, for the team, you know, hey, if you want to join in, let's fast for these three days and believe what God will do. Well, 2020 had been a really intense year. We were talking about this earlier, but 2020 had been such an intense year. And I had found myself throughout 2020 in probably one of the lowest places of my life from everything that we had faced. And even as I was coming into the conference, I was so excited about the conference, and I had a lot of expectation, but there was still a part of me that was still fighting my way out and trying to get back to that real place of refreshing with the Lord. Yes, yes. You know, because you, when you go through such a dark place, it seems to, it seems to take everything out of you. And then I'm like, God, I know you're going to bring me back, but I can't get myself back, so I, I need for you to, to get me there. And I always have known the power of fasting and prayer. And so for those three days, I put my needs, I put the conference needs, but I put my own desires from the Lord on that fast as I, as I prayed and asked the Lord to set me free and just renew my passion and that river in me. And I want to tell you what, after that third day of fasting, when I got up, I felt such a refreshing, such a joy. I felt healed in my body. I felt you know, just delivered, really delivered. And so I knew that God was going to do something powerful, and I saw it. I mean, you're going to share your testimonies. I've heard from so many of what God has done. 
but I want to um, not take up any more time because I want to hear your story today. And Alethea is here. Hi. For those of you who remember <laughs> Alethea on Saturday morning, she was the one that evangelist Krista Smith pinpointed in those altars and prophesied over about a call of God on your life. Girl. It was so powerful. <laughs> yes. Was it confirmation for you? Um, it wasn't I wasn't expecting confirmation that way, you know, like mm -hmm. I was speaking to you over the phone. Um, I always question like God, what am I doing wrong? I'm in my thirties. I don't know what my purpose is. I know it's somewhere in ministry where I'm not sure. And mm -hmm. when she called uh, told us to come down if we were someone that were scared of what God was going to ask us to do. And we have been holding back basically. And you know, usually when they say, Hey, if you need this, come down to the front. I'm like, okay, well, that's not for me because there's somebody <laughs> that needs it more than me. But when I heard that, that we were intimidated of what he was going to ask us to do, I knew that was for me. And mm -hmm. the whole time I'm walking down, I just could feel my heart like beating in my yeah. chest. I'm just like, Oh God, just don't, don't, don't call me to the front and pray on me. Cause that's why I hate going <laughs> down in the front. I don't mind being the back and them coming to pray. But when she started praying over me about, um, a spirit of intimidation, I couldn't help but break down because I knew that's what had been holding me back. Mm. Um, I had a lot of fear and anxiety of uh, what people would say. I don't take being in ministry lightly. Yes. I don't look at it as something that's glamorous, you know, um, that people would usually do. You know, you're on the stage and I'm very reserved. And uh, I was shocked that it even happened that way. I figured God would speak to me in my room, in my home, <laughs> yes. just me and him. That's right, what I wanted. Private, right? Yes, private is the best. That's how I like it. So when I found out what my purpose was, and at first I didn't even understand her because when you're in that moment, you have to go back and replay it over and over. And I can't yeah. help but start crying over and over yeah. because wow. I'm so shocked that he would speak to me that way. I'm so shocked that I would be called <laughs> to yeah. preach, you yeah. know? And when yeah. she was calling me a truth speaker, I'm like, that makes sense because my name actually means truth. Wow. <laughs> so, um, and I've never had a problem really telling the truth either. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's scary. It's exciting. I'm ready. Um, and I can't wait to see how God is going to use me. Mm -hmm. I actually I had a question either. for you. Mm -hmm. You recently got married, <laughs> newly wed, which was yes. one of the most beautiful weddings. <laughs> Literally, you. I cried like a baby. But um, I was just curious, like, you know, obviously your husband was there. Mm -hmm. um, what was that conversation like for you guys once you got home? Was he like you've been holding out on me like what was that conversation i'm kind of curious because i was thinking that when this is going you know mm -hmm. when she's prophesying i'm looking at him i'm looking at you i'm looking at him I'm like what is he thinking so did you got i'm sure you had that conversation we did but he was like it was every i was like it was confirmation what i already knew so sure. he knew mm -hmm. but he's like sometimes he's like i wasn't going to say anything because right. sometimes we accept things better from sure. other people in this case god i know he used yeah. chris smith but really it's true so i'm like this whole time it's like nope i was just gonna let it happen wow. so it didn't shock him at all i know he's extremely supportive he'll always sure. be there yeah i know he'll understand too um what i'm gonna have to do because he's in ministry also absolutely so it's crazy that we're gonna be ministry partners i love it it's <laughs> awesome so good oh so 
Well, we're and we're excited to be with you on this journey and see what the Lord does in and through you right here at Glow. It's going to use you. Well, Tisha, Tisha was at the conference, and actually I had asked her to do some flags because I had wanted some some white flags that represented light and the glory of God in our worship time. And so she actually served in that way and was used in worship, but you began sharing with me how the Lord even used that place of service to really impact your life. Yeah, it was so ironic that you asked me because I had ministered dance for years, and I said that when I came here, I had no plans on doing anything but coming in, getting the word, praying, applying, and going home, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Just needed to be healed. I knew that I needed to be healed, but I did not realize what all I needed to be healed from. Mm-hmm. So me ministering the flags, like, really just, it just reconnected the flame mm-hmm. for worship. Mm-hmm. I've always been a worshiper, an intercessor, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I love praise. And my worship and my prayer, my intercession has always been my, my weapon. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that once I a part of the GLOW conference, I realized that I had laid those tools down. And I was like, wow, God, you know, sometimes you don't realize you're going through life and you allow all the things that you've gone through to just cause you to lose confidence. And I, one of the things I shared with you was that I did not realize that I lost, I lost confidence in men, but I also lost my confidence in God. Wow. And that was a moment where my confidence in God was restored. Mm. I was like, God just began to wake some things up. I did not realize that I was dealing with the spirit of spiritual abortion, had never heard it, but I was like, that's it. It's like I will go so far in the things of God, and I will allow people to dim my light. I will allow what people's opinions about me matter. So one of the things, I wrote this down. Four of the things that I was freed from. Wow. Being accepted, self-isolation, and low confidence because wow. you can be going through the motions and I felt like I was just going through the motions but God just came in and he just revealed my pain to me so that I can be the woman that he's really called me to be it's like I didn't realize that the transition that transpired in my life in 2020 brought me here and I was like I, I lost a lot I cried a lot like Pastor mm-hmm. Don said 2020 was one of those years I cried a lot and a lot of tears and it wasn't tears of joy it was tears of sadness mm-hmm. but one one thing that I appreciate about 2020 through all that I've lost and all that I went through I won't even mag- I won't even magnify on that talk about that because one of the best things that happened to me was when I when my husband made a decision to join this ministry and I didn't realize that the transition that happened was so needed for me mm-hmm. and so it's so it's amazing how even being here today, it's like God is just, he's just affirming me. Right. And I'm like, God, I just thank you because had you not came up with the GLOW Conference, I don't know where I would be, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I've always been one that loved people. I've always talked to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be going through the most hard day, but when I talk to people, that gives me, like, a little confidence. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always reminded that you never know what a person is going through, so just give a person a kind word. Mm-hmm. And the, the GLOW Conference, I didn't get my, um, my healing in the front. 
I didn't even have to go. I didn't even go to the altar. Everything that God did, when I, when I listened to the message again, God began to do inner healing right in my home. Wow. And, and it's so funny because I started going through a group, and I didn't realize that the group was setting me up for what was going to happen in GLOW. And there's still a constant deliverance. When That's I say awesome. there's deliverance taking place every day, I never really sleep because I am really at a place where I'm fighting for my freedom. Wow. And I don't want to be the woman walking around looking pretty but bound, you know. Yes. So GLOW blessed my life. It blessed my life in a way that I really don't have the words for it. Mm -hmm. But to be free, and even though you're coming, even though I know there's things that I'm coming out of, I can truly say today that I'm free. In my mind, my heart, with people, I when I, I remember your husband saying something, and I didn't know that this was gonna stick with me. You don't have the right to lock people out your life, mm. even if they if even if they wronged you. And so glow just brought a joy, a liberation. It just ignited me with with who with who God created me mm -hmm. to be. There was something that Pastor Don said that I I go by every day. This is my model, and it says, God has called me to be me, love me, and love how he has created me. Mm -hmm. And I put, and I will glow in his radiance. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, you were talking just then about how you had laid some things down. Mm -hmm. And I think that had happened to a lot of women mm -hmm. through 2020. Yes. Uh, we got so distracted mm -hmm. with 2020 yeah. with everything that was happening in our nation yeah. that was happening to us personally yeah. um, our losses just all the stuff that we were going through and I feel like it distracted a lot of us uh, from our relationship with the Lord from our worship mm -hmm. yes. uh, from our word time you know it just really was a big distraction and what God did for you I believe that was one of the main things that he did for every woman yeah. was he brought us back yeah. Yeah we were so isolated for yeah. so mm -hmm. long. Oh, wow. Yes. You know, so yeah. alone. And I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the type of person I like to go. My husband, he can stay home. I like people. And so that moment was, to me was like, wow, I'm with ladies. I was just so ready for a God-filled moment with mm -hmm. ladies of all. <laughs> I was like, God, this is awesome. Not knowing that I might have been with a whole bunch of ladies, but God, God knew exactly what I needed at that moment. So I was like, God, you're so mm -hmm. awesome. He was so awesome. And yes. that's what that's what I told him after the conference was over was, Lord, you touched us all so yeah. personally. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what's so amazing yeah. about the Lord mm -hmm. is that he just speaks to us where we know it's him. Yes. And he's answering those questions and bringing us through. And nobody can do it but him. We no. can't free ourselves. <laughs> we can't get ourselves out of places. But mm -hmm. if we will call on him, he will do it. And so I'm just so blessed to hear your story and how the Lord brought you out, brought you up, yeah. brought you through. <laughs> and he's still bringing you through and he's yes, still bringing he you over. Yes, he is. And it's just so powerful. He also gave me the passion for the word again. At one point I would... You know how you, you read the word to say you read the word that day. Mm -hmm. right. I was Amen. like, it was just, well, I read my Bible, I yes, prayed, but there is a, yeah, there's a whole nother level of intercession in me. And I, I, I was like, God, how did I get away from that? Yeah. But just to see that my eye, the scales being removed off my eyes to see, it's like, I don't sleep at night really because my husband works at night, so I have nights to myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to 
study, whatever, at night. And some nights I'm up till the sun comes up, and then he comes home, and I go to bed. But that has one of the things that really blessed me because he gave me my desire and passion for the Word of God again, and that's my weapon. And that's what brings out your inner glow. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I think about when I see you on Sundays, you always look so put together and just so cute. Thank you. <laughs> you do, but, you. you know, going back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. it was like you needed that inner glow. And I think mm-hmm. that speaks for all of us here. Mm-hmm. We were all so, like our glow was so dim. Yes. At this conference, I mean, yes, in its name, but it literally brought a glow. It did. It I mean, did. a radiance. It did. <laughs> <laughs> brought us back to life yes. didn't it? Okay. and him yeah, and him it really did well victoria yes. <laughs> <laughs> i know the lord touched you you're our pastor's wife from the palm coast campus mm-hmm. and god's moving greatly in palm coast yeah. um but what did the lord do for you this week um so it's, it's kind of like your story pastor don mm-hmm. Um, so being a campus pastor, um, I'm young, um, so there was a lot of comparison going on there. Um, it was 2020 was a year for everybody, I think, um, and especially for me with my family, health, and just so many different things. And um, I was putting on my face every day and putting on my smile every day, <laughs> and not a lot of people knew what was really going on. And so I would show up every single day because I knew that I had to. Because mm-hmm. um, in being in ministry, people need you. Like they need what you have. And so you need to show up. And so I'm praying, I'm reading my word because I know that this is what I need to do. I know that mm-hmm. one one of these days, God, one of these prayer times in my prayer closet, you are gonna break me through. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like that soaky worship prayer, like, Lord, please, <laughs> like God, like you know what's going on. Like, please just help me, Jesus. All right, I love you, I gotta go do something else. <laughs> so just being so busy with the ministry and you know, with just so many different things. And sometimes you're embarrassed to vent or say anything mm-hmm. um, because you're a pastor's wife. Um, and everything's supposed to be perfect, yeah. <laughs> um, that you really just keep it to yourself mm-hmm. and keeping it to yourself is I think probably the most damaging thing that the enemy can do to you, um, because it makes you feel like you're alone mm-hmm. and that you are the only one and you should be embarrassed that you feel mm-hmm. that way. And, um, that's where I got. And so when the glow conference came around, pastor Don asked me to lead prayer. I was like, great. (laughs) But I knew, I was like, I I know that this is what God has called me to be, called me to do. He's called me to pray, to intercede. He's called me to speak. He's Mm -hmm. called me to arise and shine. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, devil, you are not going to, you know, stop my glow. Um, So we led prayer, um, but it wasn't until the fast that Mm. you um, called it wasn't until the fast that you called for the GLOW team mm-hmm. to join in on. Um, the day after the fast was over, I'm telling you, y'all, I got in my prayer closet, and it wasn't soaky worship anymore. It was like, God, I will not let go until you bless me. I cannot be in this situation Powerful. anymore. Mm-hmm. And so when I got to the conference and Krista came over, I was trying to make sure everybody else was okay. I was not expecting that at all. Um, so I, she came over and she prophesied over me. And I remember her saying, you were made to burn. 
Mm. And so I am a definitions girl. And so I went and looked up burn and burn means uh, to destroy, to damage and to injure. And so to me, I took that as God, you have made me to destroy the things mm. of the enemy Come on. and people need me and they need what you have put in me to glow. Right. And just coming out of that conference, I've just gotten a fire. I've gotten my fire back. Praise I've gotten God. my burden back. Awesome. I've gotten my passion back. Awesome. I was telling Pastor Dawn, um, I felt a fire in my belly when she laid her hands on me mm -hmm. and it hasn't went, it hasn't gone away. And so that just makes me a little emotional because um, it's been so long. Yeah. And so I'm just, it, it was a, an amazing conference. It really was. It was. And tell you what, it's worth it all when it lights your fire. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because we need that fire. Mm -hmm. I heard someone say one time, if you can have power or fire, go for the fire. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Yes, yes that's yes. right. And so we saw God do that, just pour his fire upon us and reignite that flame, that glow. Mm -hmm. Yes. I remember I shared that the word glow actually refers to radiance, yes. which is not just um, a little shine, but it's glowing with heat and light. It is a, it is a glow that changes the atmosphere wherever Absolutely. you are. Yeah. And I just really believe that that is the, the woman that has arisen out of this conference. The glow woman. She changes the atmosphere <laughs> on her job, in in the grocery store, at yes. the daycare, at the hair salon, the nail salon, all the other salons yes. <laughs> that we're yes. a part of. And, you know, we are being the light of Christ. That's what we're called to do. That's what glow is all about. That's right. We're women who feel called to reflect the light of Christ in yes. these last days and to be that one that dispels the darkness when we yeah. walk into the room they need what we have mm -hmm. that's right the world needs the glow that god has given us amen so we gotta rise yes we do yes we do when you when you said that about the, um the grocery store i laughed <laughs> because i literally had had that happen to me in the grocery store one day leaving service we go to walmart to grab some things i didn't want to go my husband went, let's just go so we don't have to go and I'm literally walking in there, and an older lady, she started talking to me about my shoes. All my conversations started about my shoes. Did mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you wear yeah. cute shoes? Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, walking, we had the conversation, and me and my granddaughter was looking for my husband because we got lost, and we ran back into it, and she started talking to me. And somehow she just started talking to me about the pain she was in and her neck and stuff. So I was able to testify mm -hmm. <laughs> about me, and she was like, God sent you here for me today. So you encouraged me. She was like, you know what? You never know what a person is going through. Just one kind word. She said, you're a sweetheart. And I was like, thank you. She could have been my grandma. But the mere fact that I took the time just to speak, I was like, you never know. And got to be God's glow because I would have just kept hanging, kept going. Mm -hmm. So it's a blessing to be mm -hmm. able to glow. <laughs> Amen. So whatever the Lord has done for you, however he has set you free, uh, however he has broke you through, whatever he has delivered you from, 
Never feel shame in telling your story. Right. But know that whenever you do tell it, the only one being shamed is the devil right. because he's losing his hold on you. <laughs> right. And all those shackles are being broken off, not only of you, but for those who hear it. They're finding hope, just like Tisha just said. God used your testimony to encourage someone else. Amen. So we just want to encourage you wherever you are. Um, to share your story. Let others know what God has done in your life. We love you so much. Thank you for being a part of today.